Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 125. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Joy Ray's bar is happening. There are like dozens of people. Not just like inside, but like outside. Is it all raiders or is it like townspeople? It's raiders. There's also a large number of just like citizens. Okay. From the city, uh, it seems to be. How do the citizens seem? The ones you see at the bar, they're like raising glasses, having a good time. People are in a great mood in general. Uh, folks see you, they raise some glasses, they don't recognize you, doesn't matter, they don't care. They're happy. They're just happy. But I'm going to actually let Imogen lead the way here because I think it's safe in the bar and also she seems like she's got a purpose. You step into the bar. Give me, you're looking for Jim Rayner. I'm looking for one Mr. James Rayner. I believe there's a price on his head. Ooh. <laughs> Give me a perception check. It is kind of crowded. Just two purple, so. But Lily is sticking by my side. She is right next to you, though. Yeah, and I'm pretty tall, so I could probably see. That's true. Two successes, two advantages. Uh, yes. You can see uh, James Rayner. He is not as uh, ecstatic. There's a lot of people around him who are, like, excited, talking. He is behind the counter with Joy Ray, helping serve tricks. Uh, servant leadership model. Indeed. You had two advantages? Yes, he's serving drinks. You think he's, uh, he's diluting the alcohol a little bit, actually? Perhaps because, like, he doesn't want people to get too drunk. And that's one of the reasons he's behind the bar. Okay. He does see you two and he waves, but he doesn't necessarily, like, rush out to talk with you. I go to the bar. I would like a cool check from you. Again, just two purples, because you've collected yourself a little bit, but... I succeed with one threat. Okay, you take some strain. Oh, you can roll cooler discipline to have recovered your strain before this. I enter the bar. I see James Rainer. I head to the bar, fixing my braid along the way. Yep, Lily is right there with you. Ah, you made. What can I get you to? Everything's on the house. Well, that's why he's watering it down. <laughs> Other reason, yes. And Imogen says you can get me a private word with yourself outside now. That sounds like a. Coercion check to me. <laughs> One of my favorite drinks. You're in trouble. <laughs> All right, you are coercing James Rayner. Yeah, and I think he's not very disciplined considering he throws juke, or is he just not very cool? He doesn't have cool, so sweet talking him would have been the right move. Coercion, he does have some battle discipline, a red and two purples. Okay. We have story points. You do have story points. This is just to get him outside. I don't know. I feel like I need the story points for, like, actually... For the social combat that will ensue? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Maybe he has a plan. We have two. I think so. I am not going to use a story point just now. Okay. I have one threat, but I have two successes. Are we starting the social combat already? I think you're going to take a strain. As he, like, he doesn't grasp, like, that you're pissed off exactly, that this is serious. He maybe interprets like, oh, about payment! All right, sure, sure, yeah, we can take care of that. It's 
So it's probably frustrated you. Your message is not quite getting through, but he agrees to, yeah, we'll go out back. We'll, like, I got a barrel for you. We'll go back. I'll shoot you in the head. No. Execution style. Roll up new characters. Lily, you are going with? Yeah. I mean, Imogen's pretty upset. Unless Imogen indicates that I shouldn't, I'm just going to... I trust Jimmy not to do anything, but... Yeah. I don't know how much trouble Imogen's going to get into. You go out back. I will say that, like, medium range or whatever, there are, like, a group of marine, a raider marines, like, smoking. Okay. So people are not likely to overhear, but they're shouting. That might happen. You get outside. Jimmy's like, now, you wanted to refill on your vest veins? One barrel going to be good for that? Uh... Do you want to just roll coercion right now or skating pirate? Uh, just tell me what you say, and it sounds like coercion's probably where you want to start. Yeah, because Imogen doesn't care about his bloody vest right now. Literally, bloody vest Yes, I understand we were taking part in a, a raider action on your behalf, but... So it starts off like, I'm not interested in your bloody vest not interested in your bloody vest right now. Your men just executed somebody in the streets. Is that is that what this rebellion's all about? Make your roll. He's like, yeah, that was it. Oh, this is interesting. What do you got? I have failed, but I have a triumph and I have an advantage. You're taking too strain because you failed. Does a triumph give you some of his motivation or something? You could use it for that. Yes. I would say from a narrative perspective, it is his motivation that Imogen wants to understand. What I don't know is like, what is the long-term plan? Yeah, so you're like two men just executed. How is this different than what men? Yeah, yeah, so he's not like phased by that as much uh, as you would you would think. He's uh, he's kind of exhales. And I think she would specifically like end with that question: How is this better than what Mensik does? <sighs> well, that's one corrupt taskmaster dead instead of whole backstation that are that are sentenced to death by the Zerg. So that's a little bit better. It's not ideal. I agree, but uh. I think he's going to turn the coercion back on you. He will reveal his what's better a little bit. What is what is your goal in this encounter? Just so I know, even though Jimmy doesn't know. Make sure Imogen doesn't get herself killed. Oh, you may. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is it like force Rainer to like come up with a plan for what comes after this? For If he has a plan, find out what it is. I think what Imogen wants is to know whether... The Raiders are a good side or not. And I know that's like maybe a, a wishy-washy thing to say, but like... Okay. Is... I see what you're saying, though. Imogen wants some clarity of like, do I want to align with these people or do I want to distance myself? And Yes. Maybe that's why Lee June keeps her distance. Do I want to stop taking jobs for them? Right. Just because individually some of them are Lily's friends, you know, like, that's... I, I'm not Durian, okay? Right. I'm never going to be Durian, but... I do have principles, and I do have lines that get crossed. Okay. So, yes, while I would love to know, like, what's the plan once Minsk is taken out and things like that, what I, what I really want to know is, like, does he not have control of this? Right. Does this happen all the time? Is this going to keep happening? I know you can't vouch for every single one of your people, but are you okay with this? Okay. That's, that's what you're hoping to get out. Does she want reassurance or something? Like, either re- reassurance one way or another, I think. Yeah, I don't want platitudes. I want insight. Yeah, you made your coercion check. You failed, but you had this triumph. So you'll be getting some of this this uh, insight, and there'll be some, some key details about Jim Rainer you will get. He kind of 
deeply exhales. He uh, pulls out his revolver, not to like point at you. He just like twirls it around a little bit, and it's an old timey revolver. Lily pulls out her gun and yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold up there. Yeah. It, like it's like this is what set. This is how he recovers strain. Actually, I'll say. <laughs> what does he do with the gun? He like twirls it around like cowboy style a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I see. That's his neck crack slash. Uh, yes, braid. that is his gun twirl is how he settles himself a little bit. <sighs> now, uh, sometimes boys get a little bit out of control, but you know, a lot of them been wronged mighty quite a bit by that there Regimac. It's a bit of a taskmaster. I know you're not from here. You're not from the Dominion. I'm from Marsara originally, pre-Glassin. Since I came back, I've seen a lot of things that he's done that have been terrible to all the people here. So, I understand where you're coming from. But, I think on the frontier, this is frontier justice that they delivered tonight. Not perfect, not clean, but that's what it is. He's done a lot of terrible things, and I tell you, he deserved what he got. So, let's see, I'm trying to think what check he's going to make back against you. I think... That sounds like a charm to me. Okay, we'll take it as charm then. It's more of a... Now, maybe you haven't experienced those kind of horrors, but we are in a war here. And he... We're in a war, but he also is a criminal. Being shot was too good for him. <laughs> if you're not comfortable with that... Yeah, if you're not comfortable with bringing criminals to justice, because the system that they got in place here, that ain't going to bring justice. Then I understand if you don't want to continue to be part of the organization. You know, I don't want to force anybody to do it. I need people that, that really want it. But uh, those men, they did the execution. You know, they were wronged quite a bit. And, like, he takes his twirl on his gun, and he opens it up. The case in. There's two bullets I got left in this gun. He closes it back up. There's two people that I still got to bring justice to. And see you and Lily. Boom, boom. Yeah, bam! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! So I'm not going to fault a man for finally getting closure on something like that. Uh, what is your cool then? Red, red, purple. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, how charming do you think Jimmy is? Rugged good looks, right? I think he's yellow, green, green. Yellow, okay, that's what I thought too. I would believe that he has presence above average. Yes, he has three presents. He's the, you know, he's maybe a modern leader, like Imogen. But I don't think he wastes a lot of time on... Do you feel that he has hit any of your points one way or another? That he, he's claiming this is justice, that it's a frontier justice that you're just unfamiliar with? I feel like ignorance is being tacked upon here. And we have previously been like, is that supposed to add blues or is that supposed to add blacks? I feel like that's, that will add blues just because that's confusing. And like, it's causing strain in, in that fashion. And you're like, well, you're just, is this how justice is delivered here? Even if you don't personally believe that, that is a, like, distraction. Yeah. So that's a, that's one blue die. Okay. Uh, would you like to uh, spend any story points? Or he's already got two reds, it's bad enough. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's bad enough. Okay. Uh, he has one success and one threat. So he'll take another strain himself. He's tired. <laughs> he is tired. He was fighting today. And he is not coming into this at full tanks. Okay. So I think I'm going to follow this with a pile of questions that I feel is probably going to be a leadership role because these are questions about his leadership. <laughs> I think that's fair. And it's more like you're engaging him in a, like almost official capacity of like, you're like acting as like you're his advisor in the situation or yes. you're really like you're more or less a mercenary, someone he's trying to recruit. Oh man. I'm just a war pig. Science division. Yeah. So he's implied that a number of his men of his boys 
are from Marsara, and he's from Marsara himself. But he has also repeatedly said that, like, they can't stick around, they gotta leave. Like, what's the long-term plan for, like, keeping this place stable, other than just sending comms out from this tower? If you don't have a long-term plan for this one planet, how do you have a, do you have any sort of plan for this sector? And I think this is the point where Imogen will bring out, like, you can shoot Mensk with that bullet. And when you do, there will be a huge vacuum left behind. What do you think is going to fill that vacuum? Because if you don't have a plan for that, Kerrigan does. Okay. You get an extra two blue dice for stringing along his two enemies. <laughs> Lily's just like, poor Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. It, what is Lily? Uh, uh, sorry, you're making your leadership. Yeah. What does leadership go against? His... Leadership usually goes against discipline. Uh, so that's still a red and two purples, I said, I think. Yes. And I, I will use a story point for this one. Okay. Lily, what are you... Is Lily reacting to any of this? or Does Lily feel like taking a side? I think Lily feels compassion for Jimmy because he's obviously taking care of his guys and he's probably tired and stuff like that. And she's seen what Imogen can do. Yeah. <laughs> but she's going to stick by Imogen and just... Lily's just glad that Imogen's not tongue-lashing her. <laughs> no, she's, she doesn't get in that much of trouble, but... Yeah, not really. I mean, I think she, she feels for Jimmy, but I don't know that she feels compelled to intervene. Okay. It's going okay as far as she can tell. Yeah. She may not be paying a complete attention to what the hell's going on. What is Lily physically doing? Are you just kind of like standing there with your arms crossed, like watching? Or are you like trying not to watch or like... You cleaning your knife? Have you left to go get a smoke? <laughs> well, once um, Imogen has kind of done the real confrontational part and Jimmy didn't like, once he wasn't like the gun seems to be like a relaxing thing and not because he did pull a gun. So there was kind of the edge. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Lily just kind of relaxes and she's just watching. Okay. And probably arms crossed because that's probably how she mostly looks. But at this point, she's going to pretend like she's paying attention at least. <laughs> ah, so and, like normal. Ah. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, until until Afterwards, it seems like there's more, yeah. Afterwards, she'll ask Imogen, what did you and Jimmy talk about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it'll probably be like, Imogen will say something, she'll be like, oh, when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> and then next round, you'll just make perception checks for the other things of interest in the alley. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, I might be paying attention to what the Marines are doing or whatever, but it feels like a safe situation, so. Yep. Okay. She's kind of waiting it out a little bit just to see. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. She didn't think Jimmy would attack, but she also didn't know what Imogen was going to say. <laughs> yeah. You uh, back up your partner, but uh, Jimmy's also your battle buddy. and Yeah. It's a tough situation. All right. How does your roll go? Six successes. Mm. Two threats, which I'll take two threats as strain if you like. Six successes. Oh, you, you push his buttons. And like, and it's like, it's a military, it's almost like a military fashion that you issue them in, even though you are not like in the military, like you're bringing up the very important questions of like tactically, like how are you going to hold on to this planet possibly? If you can't hold on to this planet, like how do you expect to win this war? Or is this just a personal vendetta? Yeah. And are you going to drag like all these people down with you? Yeah. Just to deliver that. And like, even if you win the war, what is your plan for keeping the peace? Yeah. Do you have a plan? Are you just... Because it can't always be a frontier. Yeah. Once you go after Mensk, that's not a frontier anymore. That's the civilization of the sector. Yeah. Are you a band of vigilantes or are you a rebellion? Is uh, kind of what it boils down to. 
That causes Jimmy to rock on his heels a little bit. He's not expecting quite these questions. He should have let her fix his armor. <laughs> yeah, really That's what you get. Not as good as Rory. I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most people don't don't think about that too hard. That's a problem. They just know Minx is bad news. I want to get rid of him. You know, about five years ago, I was like that too. I knew the Confederacy was bad news, so I teamed up with Minx. We got rid of him. End up right back in the same situation. So, you know, some people, certainly Minx accuses me of uh, just moving against him to overthrow him and put myself in charge. Do the same thing, but, you know, I'm the guy on top this time. That's not really my style. Uh, I think he... You will attempt leadership back at you. It's like, let me, you want to know the plan, I will tell you what the plan is. Uh, I don't share this with everyone. One, because not everyone wants to know. Two, the plan might change. Three, you know, it's going to be dangerous if uh, people know what the plan is. The plan is to ascend to a different plane of existence. No? Yeah. Uh, and come back as a dragoon. Yeah. My plan here at Marsara, we have previously never held any territory, right? We're too small an outfit. We got to stay on the move. We did help for uh, a group of farmers and scientists out in another fringe world. They're willing to help us out in the Dominion. They don't have a presence there. So we're getting some basic supplies there. Marsara could be place number two. We get some basic supplies. How do we hold on to it? Uh, we're going to hold on to that comms tower. We're going to limit number of visitors that we can possibly have. Maybe we got to find a reason to, to do that. But our comms people are very good. They can keep that running for, I think, at least a couple months. That'll be good enough time for us to, to establish a nice little base of operations. I know Antigua recently brought back into the sector fold without a strong Dominion presence. That's another planet where we started revolution before. Those are people that love to rebel, I'll tell you. After my own heart, Antigua's. I was hoping, actually, the Dominion would succeed in Tarsonis, because I'm sure old Confederates would love to rebel, but I don't think they did, so that's going to be out. We get a few of these planets, while the Dominion is distracted somewhere else. We can scrap together a small fleet. The UED is, oh, they're terrible, terrible people, but they showed that a small enough, hard enough strike right at Core Hall itself, can be enough to knock Minx out. Now, Minx got away last time because I picked him up. Okay, if I'm not there to pick him up, he ain't gonna get away this time. So we just gotta get a hard strike force led by a flagship, Hyperion, and uh, an Admiral Matt. He'll finally be an Admiral, multiple ships to his command. Then we make a quick strike on Core Hall, minimal casualties, hit Minx, he pulls out his gun again, twirls it around. He doesn't get any strain back this time. It's just for narrative effect. <laughs> Opens it up, and I spend one of these bullets. That is the plan. As for what comes after, it ain't me. I'm a terrible person. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> I'll shoot a guy in the street. Yeah. No, that wasn't him. I'm leaving that up to Matt to figure out. He's a bit more of a philosopher. He's got some crazy ideas about some political dissidents that have been locked up. We're looking into hitting a prison that uh, Max has. Uh, get some of those folks out. Maybe they got some good ideas we can put together. So I don't have a whole plan for that yet because Matt's in charge of that. And I trust him uh, with that kind of judgment. He's made much better life choices than I have, let me tell you that. Except for the whole marriage. Well, yeah, you know, everyone's got to make one bad choice. but So he makes that his leadership check to like lay out like what his tactical and strategic plan is. Okay. I think Jimmy does have a lot of leadership skills. Sure. What is your discipline? One red and three purples. 
Do you feel there are any blue or black dice? I don't think he's playing on your ignorance at all. No, I don't think any of that. Okay. Uh, he's not going to spend any story points. He's He's got this in control. He fails! One failure! Ooh. That red. Yeah, he spends more strain. I will tell you, he is over half his strain threshold. So if you want to force some sort of negotiation, or if you feel like you've already gotten what you wanted, the social combat does not have to continue just because it's number seven to reach. Yeah. I think I have gotten what I wanted, which is to know that there are people who are thinking about the future. Matthew is not somebody that we interacted with terribly much. I think just the on the ship a little bit and... Just on the bridge of the ship. And delivering a letter that you did not read. I, I haven't even delivered it yet because I haven't seen Mira again. But on the bridge of the ship, we were very much different social tiers. That was very much a, I am an admiral and this is my ship. And what are you doing on my deck? And you have no idea what's going on here. And so actually to know that Matthew is one of the people like thinking about what the long-term plans are, that sits very well with Imogen. Okay. Because he does seem to be a person who has some knowledge of like proper control structures and things like that. Not that Imogen is all military gung-ho, but like I get the impression that like he was more a part of like the military that existed beforehand or whatever. Like he knows how to move in those circles and things like that. Okay. And that freeing political prisoners and like seeing what they have to say, that also, that sounds like a really good idea. So Imogen has learned what she wanted to learn, which is that just because every rebel she's talked to has no long-term goals, that doesn't mean none of them do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so like Jimmy lays out the plan as far as he knows. <sighs> Takes out a big cigar. <sighs> so I think what Imogen would say at that point is... Well, when you're ready to hit that prison, if you need a science vessel, you let us know. Uh, we'll keep that in mind. It's, it's a little bit difficult to fit a science vessel inside a prison, though. It's a deep underground kind of place. Our sensor suite penetrates pretty far. Good to know. I uh, will keep that in mind. Can always use more help. But I understand you've got your own own things you got to take care of in this sector. Business card. <laughs> a mighty official. True uh, to my word, I got this here barrel. One thing I can't deliver is a way to get this barrel to your ship, so you're going to have to, like, carry it or something. I do apologize. I chuckle, and I, I look over my shoulder at, at Lily. And Lily's gone. <laughs> Lily, this was boring. What did you uh, end up doing? I went inside to get drinks. Uh, that's a good idea. To get a beer for Jimmy and... Uh, what does Imogen drink? Whiskey. Whiskey. That's what I thought. I was like, is that Imogen or Jen? Um, <laughs> yeah, I get a whiskey for... And I don't want it watered down. Oh, oh, you're going to have to negotiate with Joey Ray if you don't want it watered down. Yeah. So I'm going to go up to Joey Ray and say, I want I need to buy a beer and a whiskey. Well, everything's on the house, so here's a beer and a whiskey. I want a full beer and a whiskey. Uh, you know... I'm willing to pay money. Yeah. Look, the commander said, we don't want people to get too drunk. Just have a good time. It's for Jimmy and Imogen. Yeah, I especially don't want to give him too much alcohol. Like, he points to the TV... The jukebox. The jukebox still broken. What is negotiation, I guess? I'm open to other skill possibilities. I think she's gonna be like, come on, Joey. Uh, I think it's a purple and a red, at least. What am I rolling here? Charm? Charm or negotiation. Are they different skills for you? Well, they're both the same role for me, so... I, it sounds kind of like a charm. You're just like, come on. <laughs> come on, it's Jimmy and Imogen. It's just one beer. Yeah. Um, no. Failure and two threats. He's like, no, I've seen him when he gets too much drink. <laughs> yeah, I've been giving him water. 
All right, so can I get out of here with a beer and a whiskey, even watered down? You get out of here with a beer and a whiskey. They are watered down, though. Okay, okay. Uh, he throws in, he gives you two beers. He's like, you sound like you need one, too. Thank you. But it is watered down. She's not, like, a snob about it. It's still, there's beer in there. <laughs> there's, there's some beer in there, it's true. She has beer on the ship. So she comes back with drinks. That's what she does. And then maybe she wanders off and kind of like chats with the Marines about their power armor. Oh, they are still in power armor. Mm-hmm. Newly replated. Yeah. Yeah, one of them saying like, yeah, I feel like I can just shoot faster. There's another person there like, you're an idiot. There's no way your gun can shoot faster based on your armor. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I could shoot faster. And further. I tell you, he got 5% dumber when he put on that armor. That's the conversation you walk into. You know what? I'm okay with just watching Marine banter. They're having a good time. They're pretty relaxed. They won. So they're sassing each other an appropriate amount. I mean, would it be appropriate for me to be like, what happened on your side? Yeah, that's totally normal. Maybe I can get them to regale me with stories of whatever they did. Yeah, they say, yeah, we hopped right off the APC. Dominion resistance, minimal. Those troopers didn't stand a chance against us. Overwhelmed them. Uh, Our superior, you know, Tactics, firepower, leadership, support. He, like, points at you. You know, the sensors made a difference. Like, it was dark. We knew where everything was. They didn't They didn't have full sensor suite going. Yeah, we took care of those troopers, no problem. Waited for the call. Thanks for getting that comm tower taken care of. Got the call. Boom, we stormed that command center. And, uh, just like Antigua, you know, bust in, find the officer, take him out. Wait, the officer? Oh, well, the guy in charge, I guess, the mayor or whatever. Oh, was that the mayor? No, the other guys, they're like, he's the, he was the governor, dumbass, the governor. And you know, he wasn't just some officer, okay? Tyrant. Yeah? The, the first guy's like, yeah, so, I'm not from Marsara, sorry. <laughs> Lily's like, yeah, I heard he was bad. Yeah, the local guys, was like, yeah, he drove a lot of uh, forced labor camps. Like slaves? They were nominally paid. It was more like take advantage of refugees kind of thing. A lot of people moving to Marsara, get a new life. No, he, he abused that. Lied to people. Worked into the bone. A lot of people didn't get the medical care they needed. Couldn't barely get food. Last time people didn't take too kindly to it, he gunned him. He had a few uh, made example of, including my brother. Oh. Lily says that sorry for your loss. Yeah. Yeah, well, revenge has been served. It is a cold, delicious dish. But hey, today's just the beginning. We got this revolution going. We're going to take out Minsk. Whole thing's going to be better. We count on you for the next mission? I have to, we'll see. My partner's probably negotiating that now. You like look over your shoulder and there's still a heated discussion going on. Yeah, but now drinking at least. I was going to say that the drinks are just sitting on the barrel of Vespian yeah. and you haven't even noticed them. <laughs> then maybe Lily just shrugs. <laughs> she just looks at Imogen. Yeah, the guy's like, yeah, officers like to argue about stuff. That's not what matters, right? Came, did a job, served justice, we did good. That's the thing that counts. Whatever they try to do, I don't know, man. I don't have to think about that stuff. Think about it too hard, no, you turn into a bad guy. I feel like that's what always happens. What about you? You look like you could roll in power armor. Yeah, I can appreciate a good suit of power armor. Yeah, that's, I appreciate you. Uh, you and partner getting us these upgrades. Super handy. feel like I could uh, take on the war pigs now. Yeah, well. <laughs> Maybe. Those guys are pretty crazy. Have you seen their armor? I have. I wish we could afford them. Yeah. But man, they are expensive. 
Especially for like not just guard duty, but like straight up combat pay. Ooh. Well, they have to. You see what they have to maintain. That can't be cheap. Yeah. They have some nice suits. Yeah, the other guys like yeah. I tried to join their outfit, but couldn't get past the interview. They had an interview. Oh yeah, yeah. They're a serious mercenary company. They don't let just anybody in. Not like the Dominion military. They both like cheers to that. I mean, Dominion the military. You're lucky if you don't get pulled in. Yeah, that's what I tell you. Uh, and I think they're enjoying that. You banter with them for a little bit. It looks like uh, Imogen and Jimmy are finally coming to an agreement. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, how does the how does your conversation end? It doesn't need to be a role or anything. I think the conversation pretty much ends with with Imogen saying to give him a call regarding like the prison break. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, that makes sense. And personally handing James Rayner our business card. Thank you kindly, ma'am. He takes that beer. Oh, wow. Imogen, like, takes a sip of the whiskey and then, like, spits it out because it's the watered down. Oh. <laughs> you guys don't like toast or cheers or? No. I don't okay. Like that. This wasn't, like, a cheerful, like. Or even just, like, a tip of the. You're like, no, these are watered. This is water. Watered down. Uh, Jimmy gets his, like, he's been drinking water all night, so this is actually quite good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Joey Ray's been doing some good work here. That's the other thing, you know, Joey Ray's got the supply of alcohol. Another critical reason why we needed to secure Marsar. And then he says that we can have the barrel, and Imogen looks around, finally She's spots like, Lily over by the Marines. Yep. If Imogen's not like, he has the alcohol, he didn't put any in this whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Where's the alcohol? I'm all here. <laughs> well, if you're not taking that, I'll take that then. <laughs> And then uh, calls Lily over to yep. shoulder the barrel. Uh, just give me an average athletics check, and I think we'll call it there. Uh, Imogen can help you, but just barely. Uh, five advantages, four failures. I think I will roll that again. Natural parkour. Ooh. <laughs> One triumph. Failure with a triumph? I figure out you can roll it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, one oh, triumph. Like, then it's a coordination check as you kind of, like, log roll on top of it. Like a bear, dancing bear. Yeah. Uh, like, you get all the way to your your science vessel, uh, only to realize, like, this has been leaking. Oh. There's no best bang left. You have a triumph. We didn't so get a despair. You didn't get a despair. We got a barrel. You got a barrel. Um, Free barrel, man. No. What's in it? Whiskey? <laughs> yeah, it, like, it's all leaked out because there's something else that must be valuable in here. A valuable thing in, hidden inside a Vespain barrel. Another valuable thing. Turns out the barrel itself is made of a different type of material, and that material is very useful. The treasure was inside you all along. <laughs> it's a fortune cookie barrel? Yeah, the barrel is suspiciously... We use the barrel to fix old red. Or could it be some sort of Zergy thing that got in there and that's why it's leaking and the Zergy thing could be used for Zergophone parts? I think the old red thing makes more sense, but I do kind of like the idea of like, there's some Zerg critter that has like gotten into the Vespane and is like high as a kite. And like this thing that like, it's uh actually give me a hard knowledge Zerg check. As it like, you're like trying to open it and like it comes flopping out. It's... About the length of a Zergling, but much flatter, much smaller. It's a Zerg planaria. <laughs> oh, can I use the blue dye from the ship? Yes, you absolutely can. Okay. Because you're right there at Saffron now. Can we work together on this? Yeah, you can totally can. And this thing is not, like, aggressive. It looks barely aware of where it is. 
How many Zerg ranks do you have? I have two. Do you want to roll it? You can roll it, but you can give yourself a green die. All right. By using and then my you... intelligence. Okay. Uh, one success, one advantage. I look it up on the Zergopedia. Yeah. So it's a little weird because the size is off, uh, but you think this is what's called a Zerg defiler. It is not a Zerg that attacks directly. Uh, it is somewhat similar to like infestation type creatures. It is actually cannibalistic. It will eat other Zerg in order to like power itself after a fashion. But it can cause various kinds of nasty blight in an area. Not creep, but like a uh, wide area acid that will slowly eat away at things. There are rumors, but you have not personally witnessed this, that it can, if it has enough energy, create a huge cloud. Somehow this cloud makes it nearly impossible to like see or fire into. And you have to like get up in people's faces and smack them instead. So it's a like protects you against ranged attacks, mechanically speaking. Is this a sufficiently unusual Zerg that... Legion would want it? It is a Zerg that's known about, but it is definitely uncommon, and they've been getting more and more rare. And this one is unusually small, too. If I name him, is it something that Durian's going to have to talk me out of keeping? Yeah, this one is currently high as a kite. Yeah. Uh, so it's not threatening, but like if it sobered up, it would probably be a real bad time. Yeah, could be a problem. Well, that sucks. What do you do with it? Also, yeah, that this barrel is also made of. You know, it's weaker material than you would have expected, but easier to work with for your vulture bike. Because normally that would require a significant consumption of credits to make uh, repairs to. Yep. So we could go back to Lee June's, could present her with a Zerg, see if she wants it, and we could use her mechanic's nice garage type thing to make repairs to Old Red. Yeah, and this defiler, like, it takes two steps and kind of, like, slumps over. I put it back in the barrel and close it up. Yeah, it, like, it does not resist. It kind of looks at you for a second and then, like, looks somewhere else. I look at Imogen. Are you saying Lee June? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I call Lee June. Uh, it pukes. Well, it's in the barrel, so. Yeah, it pukes, like, as you're putting it in the barrel. Not, like, disgusting acid to attack you. Just, like, it could not handle that much Vespain. Yeah. <laughs> That's, the drone was actually making a drug delivery when I mugged it. You call Lee June, you get a, well, hello? Hey Lee, we found a very- Sorry, who is this? Oh, hey Lee, it's Lily. Do you know what time it is? Lily Washington. No, yeah, I, I know who it is. Are you okay? Yeah. It's like two in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry to wake you. <laughs> Lily says the dumb thing. Were you asleep? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was asleep. We found a suspiciously small Zerg defiler. You want it? It's like taking her, she makes needs to make a resilience check to like, wake up. <laughs> Zerg, defile, what? Listen, are you in trouble or can this wait till morning? Ah, uh, can it wait till morning? Well, he's subdued now. Subdued a Zerg? I would like from the two of you, like some sort of charm check or something, convince the like very sleepy, very tired Lee June that like, yes, it's okay for you to come visit right now to do stuff. I look at Imogen. So I, I'm assuming we need to do it now before he sobers up. That is definitely much better because you don't know will he be able to get out later? Mm -hmm. You said charm? That is one way to do it, yes. And I think she is three purples and get a black die because she's tired. And I trust me, trying to charm someone who's tired is really hard. That's right. I have a knack for it. But I'm not a natural charmer. So it is failure with an advantage. Yeah, uh, she tells you... Um, Gonna sound crazy. Look, 
deal with it in the morning. Like, hit him with an EMP or something. Oddly enough, that usually drains most uh, Zerg, uh, what's the word? Like, blighters. She doesn't say spellcasters, because that's the, the name of the game. But it'll suck away their biological energy. Okay. He'll still be able to move just fine, but he won't be able to do any of the fancy things he does. All right, got it. Roger that. Uh, you have a good night. Yeah, not before six. After the morning Zerg attack. <laughs> How about that? Half past Zerg attack. Got it. All right, y'all have a good night. Good night. <laughs> Call poor woman, middle of the night. Yeah, right. She's like, what's going on? What is it? The damn bust. I guess I shoot it with an EMP. Yeah, you t- it takes a little bit of futzing to do that, but again, he is sedated rather heavily, essentially, right now. Can I just drop the missile in the barrel? You more or less, you have to be like a little bit careful, make sure you don't hurt yourself, but right. I don't think you need to roll for that. Probably won't do it near the ship, because I don't need to be frying. Right, right. It would screw with the ship, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but no, you can take care of that. You don't control the EMP field as well as you might like to. Uh-huh. Uh, so you do just drop it in like you're caught in the field. It's like your laser gun has to like recharge for a little bit. Right. And all this other stuff. The creature like kind of squeals when you do that, but you lock him up pretty tight. Yeah. I say sorry, little guy. Close him up. Uh, it, like throws up again. Yeah. Have a rough night. I don't know why he's so little, but... Okay. I'm just going to write him down. A small Zerg defiler in a can. Let's call it there, then. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators. Set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.